because when we are coming on the stage, the most part of time, opera is written so good, look like we have time really to use to this atmosphere and to go to the story. So we are no anymore, look like I'm not anymore Anastasia, I'm Rosina. And okay. Rosina, she don't have any hesitation. She don't, um, how to say, she's not nervous about audience, about what the people think. She's Rosina. <laughs> and it's much easier, I think. Today I'm talking to the soprano and painter Anastasia Karpenko. Now, but it's so great to meet you here on Zoom. This I can I can see the same on me, you know. <laughs> I saw this beautiful paintings of yours on Instagram, and um, uh, you've also painted Mariana Tsarova. Yeah, yeah, and and I've done a photo shoot with her, so I know her um, from there, and also from working at the Staatsoper. But your paintings are so beautiful, and then I discovered that you sing as well. So what, what came first, the singing or the painting? Uh, I think that uh, the both of them is just a part of me, and I can decide. So Okay. So as a child, did you paint a lot or, or draw, make drawings? And I things? did always the, the both, and... I start seeing and paint uh, earlier than speak. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but where did you grow up? I grew up in Ukraine. Uh, I and born in musician family. So my mother, she's a conductor and music tourist. My grandmother was a very good pianist. <laughs> really? So I was surrounded of music all my life and the art as well. Really? So with your mom being a conductor, um, did you then play an instrument or uh, was singing always the thing that you did? So I sang from three years old already on the really? stage just because oh, wow. my mom was taking me always to her job. Yeah. She was a teacher in music school and she had an ensemble uh, just because sometimes she didn't have babysitter. And mm. I started very fast. I don't know. <laughs> I was really good in that. And I it made a lot of fun for me. Mm. So I already sang a few solo phrases when I was three years old. And then when I was five years old, I started playing piano. Okay. So and the mm. first teacher was my grandmother. Okay. Oh, how wonderful. But I love this idea that as a child you just grew up um and and hearing the music and just it, it must feel then very natural for you, the stage. Yeah, and also look like when my mom need to cook or did something, she just switch on some opera like Snigurochka. Really? <laughs> and I was watching that like for a few hours I was switch off for her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you didn't watch Disney films, you watched opera uh, opera. Yeah, I really I like it always. All my life classical music. <laughs> <laughs> 
But now, uh, and also, how wonderful that you that you started music lessons with your grandma. So, for how long did you play the piano with her? Mm. So, um, my granny, she was ill, and when I was maybe seven years old, she went actually to Vienna to okay. get some treatment, and we stopped our lessons. And I was not easy child. Look like only with her I was good. Like I really oh, okay. wanted to impress her and I did my best. And mm. when she went, I just I didn't play at all few years. I started to do sport, like in pro professional way, uh water skiing. And then really like intensive. I start to play piano when I was maybe 14 years old, but I practiced like crazy. Really? I, because I really wanted to study uh, music and I studied as conductor. Really? As a conductor, yes. Yeah. In Ukraine, you need a good level of piano. Mm -hmm. And I was like almost zero at that time. So mm. as child, I played very well, but then I stopped and sure, I for forgot everything. Mm. But so you were driven and, and to, so it was self-driven really, because you decided you wanted to be a conductor as well. Was it your mom that inspired you? Uh, to be honest, I always wanted to be a singer. Mm -hmm. But in my family, mother and grandmother told me, look, like singers, they don't do anything. They're very lazy. They don't <laughs> study. <laughs> you need to study something serious. And conductor okay. is like singing lessons, piano lessons. Mm -hmm. uh, also, we had choir and very good solfeggio. So mm -hmm. it's not easy study at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm really thankful that I had this basis, you know, because now it's much easier for me to learn any piece and also to understand it in a little bit another way and to learn it really fast. So do you, so you finished your studies as conductor? Do you, and and, uh, I studied two years as conductor and then I switched to singer oh, because oh, some, okay. some uh, vocal teacher just told me Anastasia you have to switch you will be amazing opera you have oh. voice and yeah so I changed and also because of choir we sang every day in choir and it was not uh, not simple pieces mm -hmm. also very high and my chords were not okay mm -hmm. I was always ill like I don't know every two months I had something so I, we decided with my family that it's better to, you know, to save the voice and yeah. to take care. Mm. And to focus then on the singing. Yeah. I mm. had an amazing teacher in Ukraine who were, I don't know, uh, <laughs> uh, a bit fanatic in jobs, like so passionate. And mm. uh, she teach me every day and one more student Really, like she really believed, and she teach every day for free. We just we were like a part of her family. Oh, wow. <laughs> all, all celebrations we were together. Also, like Christmas, she, we also sang in Christmas. We had lesson. 
<laughs> really? Oh, but how amazing. So she, she did it all for free. She did it for free. It's her principle. Look like she do it if she do it every day. If she believes she do it only for free. She was a big diva, so local, but still she was singing 35 years in the theater. The main roles like Traviata, Violetta, Rosina, Susanna, I don't know, a, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And she don't need money that much. Look like she's more, she wants her students to be the best. <laughs> yeah. But now uh, this is, this must also be amazing that you can learn from somebody like that. So she's really passionate and it's really that you can see that this is, it comes from the heart then, from her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I was very lucky to meet her and to be in her class also because we are the same type of voice, like coloratura. Um, and also because I don't know when we are studying, we have only a few lessons per week and we actually don't realize what is the job in mm-hmm. reality. Look like mm-hmm. how much does it need just one role to learn? Mm-hmm. You really need to be so disciplined and so concentrated with that. Yeah, because uh, when you when you learn, I presume it's pieces. You learn specific pieces, but when you learn a role, it's the whole the whole combination of things that you have to do. Yeah, yeah. And you really need to love it. <laughs> the really? It's mm-hmm. not possible to make it, I think. So from there, was it from the Ukraine? Uh, the, then you had to uh, decide to go to make it a career. So where did you come to Vienna? Or what was the next step for you? Yeah, I was coming to Vienna actually for babysitting. sometimes like I don't know two weeks the people go for vacation and I was sitting babysitter of with with child Mm -hmm. and I just had idea look like I'm here and there is university near me why I can try Mm -hmm. and I came to some teacher also so my granny she helped me with connections because she was here and she knew a lot of people and I came and I think to Sima Gabrielle, mm-hmm. I was maybe 16 years old or something. And she told me, look like, yeah, you, you need to try. You have, mm-hmm. yeah, you, maybe you will make it in a few years. Mm-hmm. And then I was coming to Visca and she also told me the same. And uh, then I just did my exam first in MDV and I didn't pass. I also was so nervous. I think it was like my first time and I was incredibly nervous. And then in one week I did to MOOC and it was successful. So, and I'm studying now here. Amazing. (laughs) Well, it's the right place then for you, I believe. You know, if, if one door closes, then another door opens. So yeah, completely. You're at the right place. Yeah. So now um, for you studying, do you get a lot of opportunities also to perform or do you do concerts as well? Uh, I think that the most part of opportunities I got through auditions, not oh, through okay. university. 
Mm-hmm. So sure, we had few projects, but it was like kind of baby projects, I think. Okay. <laughs> but like, I don't know when you have half, half a year for one opera. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's really like, it's good for debut. And oh, okay. my first role in university, it was like Fure, it's very little in Gluck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the second one was Zilberklang in Mozart, Schauspiel Director, and a little piece of Zaida. Um, and it was cool experience and very relaxed. But then I came to auditions and I did a lot of festivals a lot of things. Also in my uh, city, I came for a few concerts with orchestra. Uh, so now it goes just like one people advice to another people and just audition, singing for them, sometimes successful, sometimes not successful. Sure, when you, we have different, you know, how to say, uh, like uh, when you come and you sleep in hostel, and yeah. sure, sometimes you don't sleep at all, and you mm-hmm. come like you can you can show anything. Yeah. So this it's um, now it's the pressure of getting the jobs or getting the opportunities for you. Yeah, it's um, it's I think a long way, and. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but it's interesting, mm. and every time I learn a lot. Really, mm. I also spoke to a, a, a singer, an opera singer, a young opera singer, who said that she takes every audition as just an experience. You know, she goes and she sees what she learns from it, and if she gets the job, then or the, if she gets the part, then it's wonderful. But if she doesn't, then it was a good experience. Yeah, and also it's always very good motivation just like to have some goal. Look like now I'm preparing, I don't know, for audition for Dusseldorf Opera Studio. And mm-hmm. I need to prepare, I don't know, six hours or something. And I go to my teacher and we are working really hard. And then also if it doesn't work, also if I sang only one hour, I'm incredibly happy that I learned everything oh, yeah. and that. But now it's just in another level, in another quality. And if I go to the concerts or to next audition, I'm already prepared. So how do you get to these these auditions? Do you have to just constantly have a look what is available and then decide, uh, this is where I want to go now? Yeah, I think there are a lot of websites Mm. where opera singers can find these opportunities like Audition Oracle, also some Facebook groups. Only the thing that we have, you know, look like budget and the money, they have limits. Oh, yeah. Every audition, it's a lot of money. Mm. And you sh- should really check everything about this company. Is it serious? If they really look like... Uh, it's a lot of aspects. If I'm ready for it or it's too high level, so better oh, yeah. maybe to try something less, you know. Yeah, so you have a lot to consider before you go to audition like that. Yeah, yeah. 
But uh, for you as an opera singer, you you have to constantly study. So you you always have to uh, study new roles, study new pieces. And um, is this something you enjoy about this career? Oh, I like it. So I I used to sing every day. I used to study every day, and it's like. It's such a traveling. I don't know, like sometimes in yourself, you can find such a lot of things in music, through music uh, in inside, you know. Mm-hmm. And also because it's the theater, that because it's always some lyric text, some poem or something, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> But I spoke to a bass singer the other day and we talked about this I, this fact that uh, when you sing a role now um, and, and you sing it again in a few years' time, then it changes also how you sing it and, and you know, how you um, do this role. So do you can you also find that uh, as you grow older and, and, and as you get more experience that you sing the roles differently? Completely. So first, technically, because we all grow up just Mm -hmm. because of the body, it's so natural. We are growing and sometimes we need to change something. And also because we are finding different people on our way who tell us advices, sometimes good, sometimes not. (laughs) Yeah, but we try to improve every time. And what was difficult a few years ago, now it's nothing. And also, like, I think that sometimes we have a role of mother or a a role of person who lost people, I don't know, yeah? And when we can take it from our own experience from life, sure, it will be much stronger. And also, as actor, when you take it, Every time in your, I don't know, it's look like we have some animal inside. And every time we put, we open the cage of, of this oh, okay. animal to mm. give him possibility to come, you mm. know. <laughs> and every time it works easier and easier and it makes more and more fun. And, and uh, like when you do the role first time, you have to think, so sometimes not, sometimes yes, but you still have some technical things to like, oh, now coming difficult place, I need to breathe <laughs> oh, a little okay. bit before, I don't know. And you think look like sometimes you you try to breathe through mouth, you try to breathe through nose, but in one point it just works, look like natural, and you don't think about it and you can really do art and it's really cool. And also this connection with audience when you feel that look like now they're yours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you described it so well. I mean, it's I can understand, and also this life experience that you bring to the roles, and this is probably why certain roles are um, better to sing at later stages in your life. Yeah, yeah, uh, but also look like it's so different to sing 
the role like are in concert and the role in opera. And I, f I think that in opera it's much easier than do it mm. in concert. Yeah. Why do you think that? Because when we are coming on the stage, the most part of time opera is written so good. Look like we have time really to use to this atmosphere and to go to the story. So we are no anymore look like I'm not anymore Anastasia. I'm Rosina. And okay. Rosina, she don't have any hesitation. She don't, um, how, how to say, she's not nervous about audience, about what the people think. She's Rosina. <laughs> and it's much easier, I think. Okay. So you go into the character then? Yeah. Yeah. Because psychologically it's also so important to find a way because so, like you can be amazing in classroom with your teacher but on the stage you can lost everything sometimes and when you have role you are you are protect yourself with that so this acting part of of the opera do you enjoy that yeah very much it's for me the <laughs> the biggest enjoyment to play, mm -hmm. to play with colleagues mm -hmm. and really yeah, it's it just a game, I, I don't know, I feel like a child that <laughs> oh, finally can play yeah. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful well, I can I can feel your wonderful enthusiasm and, and energy about that, so it's amazing that you feel that way. But now, Anastasia, tell me about your paintings. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I have a lot also of furniture and everything. I yeah. think that it's the main sponsor of my study. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because I see you do exhibitions as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks, God. I don't know, especially here in Vienna. Mm, the artist Christ is very open and very friendly to the new people and also to foreign people. So I didn't have any like problem or fight to do exhibition or to sell something. It goes themselves. And what inspires you to paint? What what? Uh, because I see you you painted Maria Callas as well. So ah, yeah. You, yeah. Oh, the most part of time, I just, I like, I see the painting. <laughs> like, <laughs> me, uh, it's very strange and very difficult to describe. For sure, mm. I'm not that crazy. But look like I know in details how I want to do that. Sometimes I see it in my dreams. So the first time when I started really to paint, it was like just in my dream, I saw a big walls and all these paintings and I felt such, how to say, trembling, I don't know, excitement. And now every time when I start, first I feel this excitement look like, yeah, I, I can do that. Look like I know how to do that. And also... 
there are a lot of things that inspire us just everywhere. And I feel look like I want to see it on a canvas. And that's yeah. all. <laughs> and did you have training? Did you study art? Or is this all coming from you? So uh, my mother, she had a friend who is artist, professional artist, and who uh, who is working as art teacher of painting. And she was always in our home. And one time, uh, she just she told to my mama, "Do you want me to give a few lessons to your girl because she liked to paint? Because I was painting just all day long when I was ill and didn't go to school, staying home. I I was." painting i don't know like 20 pa paintings every day just all the time 10 hours per day really? and until now it's 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 for me nothing i can stay and paint like two days without pause i, I just now i think about my words so mm -hmm. i i try to limit myself mm -hmm. but she told like do you want it and my mother told yeah why not uh, I was always painting, but she gave, gave me a few lessons. Mm. Um, it was like private lessons. And uh, she showed me a few things. Mm. And then I started to paint more in professional way when I was uh, 15 years old. Mm. Just one friend of my mom did a joke and told her, like, I want to order a painting. Can your daughter do that? And my oh, wow. mother told, mm, yeah, why not? And yeah. they didn't ex expect that I will do it in that well, a way. Mm -hmm. Also, my mom, when she saw what I painted, she told me, like, Anastasia, you should stop singing and stop doing music and do only that. <laughs> uh, because it was already looking kind of professional. And actually, yeah. I didn't study oil painting okay. i studied only gouache and very little mm. but i watched few videos in youtube how they do that mm -hmm. and then i just so the friend of mom he was paying for the materials i bought these materials and i painted and that's all amazing other people came, came, came. I did maybe only three paintings and I already create a group in Facebook look like Anastasia Karpenko artist. Amazing. Well, <laughs> you are so. multi-talented because of the music <laughs> and the painting. Yeah, it's amazing that you can do that. But now, Anastasia, um, tell me what what are the wishes for you for the future? Oh, my big wish is to sing in the theater, mm -hmm. to sing in good theater with good orchestra, with great colleagues near. So it's just what I want. Also, I want to maybe to teach more painting. First, I want to study it better and more in professional way. And who knows, maybe I will the school I don't know I don't know mm -hmm. at least now I I teach in, in private way mm -hmm. most part it's it's children mm -hmm. but it make me happy and also 
I start to see it in completely another way. Because one thing, when you paint yourself, I don't think at all. But when you try to help another person to understand and, and to find a way, uh, because the most important, I think, it's to understand it here. Then you, the skill, yeah? Because the perspective and everything, like, really, it's here. And it's very, very interesting for me. When they start to understand and when they start to do some results, I'm incredibly happy. Well, this is so uh, lovely that you say that because I many people I talk to say that they teach art or they teach music, say that they learn actually so much from their students. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Maybe sometimes I steal their ideas. <laughs> <laughs> because it looked like they do something and I think whoa it's so cool combination mm -hmm. and yeah also kids they are just I don't know they are genius honestly mm -hmm. they see everything in such an authentic way and maybe they're also much freer you know because they they don't have all these boundaries that we acquire and as we grow older yeah that's that's completely they just having fun look <laughs> <laughs> they really they just they like the lines they like the colors and they think yeah it's look like we need to keep it yeah Be because then it's really mm -hmm. uh, the most important is to make us happy i don't know mm -hmm. and when it makes you happy, it makes happy also in other people. And it's one of the most important goals of art, I think. Sure, there are a lot of goals got. <laughs> also like education, also like to see things in another from another point of view. But happiness, it's something that makes sense of it, that mm -hmm. improve this world. Absolutely. And I just uh, so wish that art, uh, all forms of art can be taught in schools uh, alongside maths and science so that they, because I think there's so much uh, benefit for children to, to do all forms of art. You know, it doesn't have to be painting as such, but, you know, different forms of art should be really um, a priority in schools. Yeah, but also it must be a lot from parents. Sometimes mm -hmm. I think look like I was so lucky with my mother because she allowed me everything. Mm -hmm. be, uh, art is sometimes very dirty. Art mm -hmm. is sometimes like... <laughs> she mm -hmm. allowed me everything. Look like I was taking a part of my wardrobe and just <laughs> break it and paint mm. on it really? who will allow that i don't mm. have such a lot of kids now that parents look like they don't like if some spots somewhere i don't know mm. if the colors go on the carpets it's already catastrophic i don't know yeah. it's very important just to allow person to do art sometimes mm. and to understand that mm, okay that is it's money 
but you really you can buy another one and it can be a piece of art that will so that has some chance (laughs) to um, do a very good thing for for the world at all Mm. you know yeah, and I, I also heard of of um, a photographer. I can't remember the name now. Where they t- uh, the article um, said that she, her whole lifetime, she t- did photography but never showed anybody. And it's only after her death that they discovered her photographs. And I think she must have enjoyed the process, this process of taking the photographs. And although the, nobody saw it, it was something that that brought her joy so mm-hmm. art you know art can be that as well yeah for sure first you do it for yourself i think because it's interesting yeah yeah no that's true but anastasia this was so lovely talking to you you've got such a lovely energy and um and you're so talented Thank you very much. I also saw your artworks as photographer. It's so inspiring. Oh, thank you so much. And um, listen, I hope really that all your wishes come true. I mean, many people who say their wishes on this um, platform, their wishes have come true. But I think you you already, um, a lot of your wishes have come true already. So I think I think there's a great future for you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Have a lovely afternoon. Thank you. You too. And I hope to meet you in person one day. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All the best. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a nice day. Ciao. Thank you. Bye.